0: Hey guys, so welcome to a new episode of our podcast. My name is Mimi. Chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> so you might be wondering, actually Kaylee and Lily will not be with us today. It's just going to be me. As you noticed, we took a break last week from recording and everything because we've just been really super busy with just serving at church and work and all of that stuff. And so this week you get me so hi guys and we're gonna get started and ask the question but really how are you this is our podcast my name is Mimi this is Kaylee and Lily too welcome to our podcast but really how are you it's actually kind of weird being on this podcast by myself. I know we've only had like three episodes, but I either usually have someone to just kind of banter along with, but today it's just going to be me and it's kind of weird. Um, so I like, I don't even know if I should ask myself the question in a third person perspective or just kind of, I don't know. It's so, this is so different, but um, I guess we'll just get started. <clears throat> but Mimi, how are you? Oh, I meant, but really, how are you, Mimi? Um, oh my gosh, this is such a loaded question. I feel like these past two weeks have just been so crazy. I like realize that when you ask for God for something, he's gonna give it to you. Well, if it's if his answer is yes, he's gonna give it to you and give it to you abundantly. I remember. Two to three years ago, um, or when I started my job, I remember asking God for positions of leadership. I remember asking him, like, God, like, I teach me where you want me to serve. Teach me where you want me to go. Like, God, lead me, because at that time, all I did was work, because I was still trying to figure out how to work and serve and all this stuff. And I couldn't figure it out. And for two and a half, like, a year and a half to two years... I was just, like, asking God, God, give me this, blah, 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 this, 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 and that. Um, And, like, God was just constantly telling me to wait. Um, He never gave me any opportunities. And I remember even getting mad at God. And fast forward to now, to one and a half to two years later, he definitely blessed me with a lot to do (laughs) in ministry. And it's crazy. He blessed me even more abundantly. And now... I find myself complaining instead of praising him. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like how many times have we done that? Um, but yeah, so how that all connects to how I'm really doing. I've been extremely overwhelmed lately. Um, I, yes, I have dealt with anxiety. Um, but I usually know how to kind of control it pretty well. I usually am able to like just calm myself down. I usually don't have anxiety attacks or panic attacks, because I've told, like, when I've seen people do it, I usually am, like, able to tell them, okay, like, calm down, like, not, maybe not calm down, but, like, take a deep breath in, what is important, okay, focus on that, and so, because of that, I've been able to teach myself that most of the time, um, it's very, very rare when I have a panic or anxiety attack, but it definitely happened a couple of times this week, um, or the past two weeks, I, like, I think, in my whole life, it's only happened once or twice, but in the past two weeks, it's happened about two times, and it's just because of being overwhelmed and like I just been feeling overwhelmed and kind of burnt out, which is so funny because we did a whole episode on that podcast, and I don't know, it's just been crazy how how much like I don't know, it's just I was super overwhelmed, like. I was talking to a girl I was mentoring last Wednesday, and we were, after, like, our discipleship and everything, like, we kind of stayed, and I was working on stuff, and um, I finished, like, I had my homework to do, I had to create a schedule for my, for, like, my job, and then I had to, like, I'm on an events plan team, and so I was trying to figure that out with the podcast and all of this and that. And at the end, like my, my, the girl I'm discipling, she was like, noticing I was already kind of getting anxious. And she's like, it's okay, Mimi, like one step at a time, it's fine. Um, and I was like, okay, okay. I was like, and I finished my homework. I did all of this. And I like even planned out my schedule for the next four months for work and how I was going to request my days and stuff like that. And I, after I finished, I was already by myself. She had to go to work. And I was just, like, sitting there, and I was like, okay, everything's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Even on my drive home, which was, like, a 15-minute drive home, I was like, okay, Mimi, it's going to be fine. I put some worship music. Like, I was like, it's going to be okay. Like, one step at a time. It's going to be okay. And then I went to choir that night, and something, like, triggered me real quick. And after choir, I just broke down. It's a five-minute drive from my church to my my house or my apartment and i literally i couldn't breathe i was breathing like i could breathe but i was breathing super fast and i just like was all these thoughts of just like you're going to fail people you're going to do this you're not doing enough you're not great enough blah 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 this and like you you're disappointing people you're you have too much on your plate like you're never going to get anything done and for 5 minutes that's all i was thinking and it was hard. Like I just was crying. I couldn't stop crying. Um, and I like remember messaging my my friends, um, Lily and Kaylee. Uh, I was like my friends. You guys know them, Lily and Kaylee. And I was just telling them like I just I feel so overwhelmed with so much on my plate that I'm so scared I'm gonna fail everybody. And so they messaged me back. They encouraged me. And then <laughs> it was so funny Tuesday. Monday was our friend Erica's birthday and Tuesday she wanted to go to the rodeo. And so we went to the rodeo. We came home to my, our apartment and we were just hanging out. And I was like going through all my Instagram photos and I went like super, super far back to like the first ever photo. And I like took them through this whole timeline of what is just like, like my whole life and basically and we were like already closer to the top of my my instagram and I was like it was my my graduation from college and we watched the video and it kind of led up to this because like I saw the picture of when my grandma passed away and like I started already tearing up then and then I saw the photo of when my mom got to ring the bell after she had cancer and when she finished her chemo treatments and oh my gosh I'm about to tear up and I remember um oh my gosh, I've never cried on this podcast. Um, I remember seeing that and it it made me like cry a little bit more. And then fast forward two, three years later, I was looking at my, sorry if you can hear there's honking outside my apartment. Um, I like fast forward a few years later, it was my college graduation and um and my i was watching the video and in my college graduation like i ended up wa- winning or i ended up getting the award for best student um out of my class and they were describing about what the award was and how like um we chose this girl because we have high hopes for her and i know she, we know that she's going to do great after college and all of this stuff. And, um, like all of a sudden, like I was with my friends and we were all laughing for like the whole time I was sharing my whole timeline on my Instagram. And like, all of a sudden I start crying, like not just like tearing up, like I start bawling because like, I just didn't realize how hard post-grad was and how hard life was going to be after being in a, after graduating college and being an adult. And, It was just, it was hard. Um, And so like for like a good five minutes, I was just crying and it just, it was a lot. And then they like left and then I was still crying a little bit and I was about to go to sleep and I was watching like a video we made my dad for quarantine for Father's Day. And it was when I used to live with my parents and I just like, it made me miss my parents so much because I love them I love them so much and you know your parents grow old and um I just miss them a lot and so like I didn't have a panic attack that time but I was just like reminiscing on things on things that like happened in the past like my past successes and just realizing like how hard life is now and I just was like wishing back then and again I messaged Lily and Kaylee and they obviously like they encouraged me so much and I came to the realization that I have a lot on my plate right now. This is, like, where I'm getting to. It's, like, I have a lot on my plate. Um, Like, I work a full-time job. I have the podcast. I lead in our young professionals, which is our um, young adults Sunday school class. I help in the collective, which is our young adults ministry. And um, I'm on the events team. And, like, I had all these stuff to do on top of, like, basic adult things like doing your taxes and cleaning and laundry and all of this stuff that I was just feeling super overwhelmed. And I, I have such a hard time asking for help. And, um, and this is going to kind of lead to what I'm going to be talking about today. But I just like realized like I have a hard time asking for help. Kaylee was had to call me out and she did the sandwich method. If anybody knows the sandwich method, my sister does it all the time. It's where you say something good and then you call them out and then you say something good again. Um and Kaylee was telling she like she encouraged me and then she called me out and she's like, "You know what? Like you have a hard time asking for help." She's like, "I was trying to give you cuz we went to the rodeo the day before." She's like, "We were trying to give you Like pay for your ticket to go on the ferris wheel or give you a five dollar water bottle but you refuse to even take that even though you're super thirsty and she was saying like you just have a hard time asking for help and she's like you need like she's like that's something that needs to be worked on and um i realized like what started all of that so with all of that being said how am i really doing i'm okay right now um I trust God and have faith in Him that He has me, but there are days where it's just really hard, and there are days where I I struggle. And like I said, the Christian life is not easy, um, but it is worth it. And so it's hard, and I I know God's shaping me, and He's I realize like I'm in a season of refinement, and if you know what that means, like I'm like God is molding me into what He wants me to be, and He's like chiseling away the areas that um are not the best part of me and so with that it, it hurts and refining hurts putting us through fire to so like if like a piece of coal i think coal becomes diamond okay don't quote me on that i might sound super stupid but <laughs> something like it has to something to become beautiful it has to be refined and so god's refining me in this season and so with that comes hurts and past like having to look back at past hurts and trying to uproot them and do away with them, and move on and grow. So yeah, that's how I've been really doing. How long have I been recording for? I'm not really sure, but we're just going to talk a little bit more on that and actually go through the book of 1 Samuel um, because I'm on the teaching team for the ministry I help out, and I was able to teach on 1 Samuel's chapter 1 through 7. Don't worry, we're not going to go through all of that, but I just want to give some highlights of what 1 Samuel is, and so what God's been teaching me even through that. But yeah, that's how I've been really doing, guys. And I hope y'all are listening and still, but yeah. Let's move to the next section. Woo! So, okay, we're back, guys. If you don't know um the first Samuel, cuz I said that we were going to talk about that. First Samuel is a book of the Bible right before 2 Samuel. And um, we're going to just kind of talk about that, talk about the theme of what 1 Samuel is and just the first few chapters of the book. I absolutely love this book. I never realized, I never thought, okay, if you've read the Bible, the Old Testament can be sometimes hard to read compared to the New Testament. And so I had a hard time reading the Old Testament so many times, like I've, I've read a lot of the books in the Old Testament, but a lot of the times it's kind of hard for me to understand if I'm going to be completely honest, because it has a lot of history and just the wording sometimes is very different. Um, but that's why I was super, super surprised when I really loved the book of 1 Samuel, um, So I read this, a little background, it's like I read this book a couple of months ago, probably starting summer of 21 to about November of 2021, and I was able to finish the book then, and that was also the transition of when I was moving my job, and the reason why I chose to leave my job was because of this book of the Bible. Um, And so fast forward to now, I have the opportunity of being able to be the lead teacher for our Sunday school teach. Our Sunday school class, and we decided to go through the book of 1 Samuel. And so I got to open up the whole the whole book, and I actually taught from 1 Samuel's chapter 1 all the way to chapter 7. And I just want to give you guys some highlights of what I learned and what I taught about. So, with that being said, I actually went to a woman's conference a couple of weeks ago and we talked about how to study the Bible well we talked about something called a melodic line. So a melodic line is something like a theme in the Bible, like a theme in a book. So just as every song has a unique melody, every book of the Bible has a unique message. And so as I I was like preparing for my lesson that week, I remember saying like, I wanna find a melodic line. So my lessons kind of go towards that theme. And I was like, okay, I can read, reread the whole book of First Samuel. It's going to be a piece of cake. I had one week to do this. I look and I fl- I'm like reading the first chapter. I'm reading the second chapter. And I'm like, okay, like how many chapters are in First Samuel? And I realized there's 31 chapters in First Samuel. Do you know how many that is? Like that is so much books, the, 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 books, that's so many chapters in one book. And so I was like, okay, I just got to skim through it because I already read First Samuel. And so I was skimming through it. I actually came up with a melodic line that fits the whole theme of what this book is. So this is it. When we understand who God is and his power, we are able to follow him no matter where he takes or leads us. And our path is blessed by him. But when we forget to recognize who he is, we tend to live for our selfish desires. And with that comes consequences, and suffering. So we'll see in this book, um, if you ever get the chance to read it, which I definitely recommend it, um, if we'll see like a theme of the people who follow God and surrender their lives to God and understand the characteristics of God and how God allows them to, God blesses them so abundantly. And then you see when they turn their backs away from God, God actually takes their hand away from them. Meaning like he, 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 does not bless them so just basically the opposite of the other part and so you see this first in like the first three chapters you see the difference between hannah who is the mother of samuel and eli who is a priest and his sons you'll see that there's a big difference between them so we open up the book in chapter one about hannah she is a woman who who knows god and everything And she is actually barren, meaning she doesn't have any, like, she's not able to have kids. And you see that she has a husband. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, so if you're able to read the book, go read it. But her husband has two wives, which is Hannah, and I don't also know how to pronounce her name. And between the two, his other wife is able to bear children, but Hannah's not able to. And you see, like, throughout this chapter, you see Hannah actually get really sad and she goes up to Eli which is the priest she would go up to that mountain and she would cry at God's feet and she'd be like God like I I don't have a kid please bless me with this kid blah 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 this and then she would go back down and year after year she would do that over and over again and it's funny because her husband actually had more favor towards Hannah than his other wife even though Hannah didn't have any children um And he even said to her, he's like, like, am I not enough for you? And as I was like reading that, I was like, man, how many times have I focused so much on my suffering more than my actual blessings that God has given me? Like God has given me so many blessings, but I sometimes tend to forget it because I'm so focused on my suffering. I'm so focused on what I don't have than what I do have like like I talk about in like past podcasts how there's so much more to be grateful for than there is to complain Um, and sometimes like we forget that we forget um, God's goodness and we just focus on the suffering and so that's what Hannah did but we see in the second section of 1 Samuel chapter 1 we see that Hannah actually goes again up to Eli And she's like pleading to God. She's like, God, like, please, I need a child. Like, if you give me a child, I promise to dedicate Samuel to you or her son to you. And she was just pouring her heart out, pouring and pouring and pouring her heart out. And I was like, man, this girl kind of looks crazy. Even Eli thought she was drunk. And I was like, dude, she's kind of, she looks crazy. But God saw her heart. God saw how much she loved and she desired to have a child. And I was thinking about it, I was like, man, do I present my desires to God? Do I see God's a God who's a caring father? like yes, he is just and he is a, he he will punish you if you don't do something that or he will you will have to suffer consequences because again, he's just, but like he is our Father and he hears our desires and so many times like like Hannah Hannah went up to Eli or God year by year complaining and being sad and all of this, but she never truly surrendered her, her problems and her desires to God. She would go to God in the years past and be like, Hey God, like, I'm so sad, blah, 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 but this and start crying and all this stuff. And then she'd lay her burdens. I'm putting quotation over burdens She'd lay her burdens to God but then when she was done crying, she'd pick them up, back up, and then go down the mountain. How many times have we done that? Like where we're like, God, like I'm so sad. But then instead of surrendering it to him, we pick up we pick up those problems and we go back down the mountain and complain about it down there too. And I was like, man, God is a God who sees our burdens, he sees our desires. Then why don't we present them to him? Especially if we have that personal relationship to him, with him. He's our father. Um, like we even see in like verse 18, if you're reading it, um, Hannah, like after she laid it at God's feet, she laid it at God's feet, went down the mountain and then praised God again. And you see that she, even though she wasn't given a child right away, she still went to God and she praised him because she realized I can't control this, but I, I can wait well and allow God to work. And so I was like, I I asked the question to the Sunday school, like the people I was teaching to, I was like, why do you think God withheld, withheld? um, Why do you think God withheld the request Hannah had when he eventually gave it to her in the end? And a lot of the answers like people gave me was like, because it wasn't his timing. And if he gave it to her right away, he, Hannah would have never understood what true surrender was. She understood true surrender in her waiting. So our waiting is so important when because when we wait well, it allows us to know God on a deeper level and experience his sovereignty. And so like we see Hannah and just her love for God and we see how she truly surrendered everything to him. And when we surrender everything to God, man, we have this peace that is beyond our understanding. And so like, if we move on to chapter two, we'll see the difference between Hannah and Eli, Hannah and her son, which is Samuel and Eli and his sons. And you'll see that like a lot of the times when we forget who God is, we tend to forget to recognize his sovereignty and recognize his glory. And so that's, like, basically chapter two. But I really want to focus on chapter three. And chapter three is my favorite absolute book, a favorite absolute chapter in the whole book of 1 Samuel, because this is, like, where God began to really open my heart to what true faith looks like um, when it came to leaving my job at where I used to work and move to the job that I'm currently at. And it's because, like, we see in this chapter how Samuel actually lives with Eli now because Eli's the priest and um, she he li- lives with him. And sorry, I just got super distracted. But she lives with, um, Samuel lives with him and is, because he's dedicated to God. Hannah gave him dedication to God. Anyways, that's the background of this chapter. But we'll see that like in the beginning of this chapter, it actually says something about how this land was, the land of Israel was actually like in this season of not being able to have this like huge like revelation from God like they felt like God was being silent but in that time where they felt like God was being silent Samuel had his his ear actually listening to God's voice um sorry I just I'm going through my powerpoint and I'm like okay so You'll, in this chapter, Samuel is like lying down in bed and he's just sleeping. He's like, okay, like I can finally rest. And then all of a sudden he hears some call go, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel like wakes up. He's like, who is that? He's like, who's calling my name? And he goes to Eli. He's like, Eli, did you call me? And he goes, no. And then Samuel went back to sleep. He's like, okay, cool, chill, chill. And then he goes, then he hears another voice again. He goes, Samuel, Samuel. And he goes, Oh, I'm, I'm here. Like I, I'm here. Like say, Eli, is that you? Like I'm here. I'm listening. I, I think I am. And then like Eli's like, no, that's not me. And Sam was like, okay. But Eli goes next time you hear that voice again, I want you to say, speak Lord for your servant is listening. And so, like, Samuel goes, like, okay, that's kind of weird, but let me, let me, like, sleep, sleep again. So, he's, like, laying down in bed, and then all of a sudden, he hears the words, Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel goes, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. And I was, like, as I was reading that, I was, like, dude, like, in the silence where he felt like God was being silent, he was listening. He was actively listening for God's voice. Um, I like asked this question to, again, the people I was teaching to, I was like, have you ever felt like God was being silent? And in those moments, what did you do? And I had this, I had one of my friends, his name is Josh, his, he's Felisa's brother. And Josh answered so greatly because I thought it was, I thought the answer was really amazing. It was better than what I could even come up with. He said that, I don't believe God is ever silent. I think sometimes we just don't choose to listen. And I was like, dude, I was, I I, like, when I heard him say that, I was like, dang, that was good because God is never silent. We're just sometimes so distracted with everything else in the world that we're not even active in listening to his voice. But Samuel did Samuel, even though it seemed like a dry season for him and for the rest of Israel, like he still was listening. And so I know for me, when... In the times of like where I think God is silent, I retreat back to myself and I tend to give, I tend to give up. I'm like, okay, whatever. If God's not talking, then I'm going to listen to myself and I'm going to live for myself and I'm going to listen to my inner voice instead of listening out for God's. I begin to mistake my will for God's will. But we see Samuel, even in his time of rest, was actively listening to God. Yes, at first he did not realize that it was God talking, but once he did like his response was, speak, Lord, for I am listening. He was active in the way he responded. He told God, I am listening, not just hearing, but listening. I looked up the definition of listening in the Webster Dictionary, and the definition is this, to take notice of and act on what someone says. Respond to advice or request. So meaning it takes an action when we're actually listening. Listening is just not being like, okay, I hear you. And then moving on with day, listening is, I hear you, I'm listening to you, okay, let's do something about it. So he was ready to do whatever God asked him. He didn't just say, here I am, as he did when he responded to Eli. Instead, he said, speak, for your servant is listening. It called for an action. And then I like it made me think about, is there something that God, was, God is calling me to do? Whether that, in the, when I first read this book of the Bible, or when I first read this last year that was for me to leave my job. Now, and this is how it relates back to the question of, but really how am I, what is God calling me to do? And I believe like God is calling me in this season of refinement. um, And that means surrendering the things that I've struggled with for years and years. I've talked about this and, like, in the past of like, there's a certain sin in my life that I've struggled with for over a decade. um, And it's a sin that I know I need to take I need to lay at God's feet and allow Him to change in my life. And not just that in the sense of refinement, but I need also a refinement in the way I need to lean in my community. I'm such a big advocate for people to go to community, but me myself, I have a hard time. I have a hard time allowing people to help me. And so it's hard. Um, I'm not saying like listening to God's voice and doing what He asks is always going to be easy. Because it's gonna be hard, because like, but it, and it also takes action. Because in Isaiah, if you've heard this verse, it says, Here I am, send me. In Isaiah, when he said, Here I am, he had a follow up phrase that said, Here I am, send me. He understood his position, Samuel understood his position in comparison to God. He understood that. He was there to serve the Lord, not himself. We even see this as God asked him to do something that is uncomfortable for him. He even went out and called out his mentor, Eli. Um, even though like Eli was in a, a place of authority, Samuel still did what God asked because he knew that he is, he is a servant of God. Sometimes God asks us to do something that is not in our comfort zone. And I wanna ask you guys as you're listening is are you willing to go and follow or will you be like the others who lived for themselves and what they wanted to do then to wanted for their own lives. Believe me, I know it is completely hard, but like Hannah, I have to step out in faith and follow where he leads and remember the character of who God is. I I'm gonna give the example of how this it's crazy how one book can apply it into apply in your lives in different seasons so for when I first read this like I said it was the time where I realized I needed to leave my old job even though I loved it and I remember when I read it I was like God you're really calling me to leave like I I love my job like I love my coworkers. like I just got comfortable like are you sure and I was like okay God like I'll listen I'll take a step of faith I'll leave in January like at that time it was October I was like I'll leave in January like it gives me some time. Like the bonuses will be done. Like it'll be easier. Like I'll leave in January. But then I read a little bit more for Samuel and he's like, no, that's not enough. I need you to take a step of faith. And I was like, okay, God, I'll leave. I was like, okay. And so I, right after that, I applied for the current job I have. And it, within like less than a month, I left my previous job and I went to my new one. Um, and can I say, it is not easy. I have learned how to trust God more. Like I said, I'm now how this applies, this, this book of the Bible applies to me now is that I'm learning to say no to things that aren't of God and aren't of God's will and saying yes to the things that are. Um, so I'm saying no to different opportunities because that's not what God wants me to do, but saying yes for asking for help. Um, and so I'm in the season of refinement. I'm in the season of, okay, God, I'm listening to you. I'm going to take action. I'm going to do what you called me to do. It's hard, guys. <laughs> I'm telling you. How many times have I had a breakdown this week? Probably a good amount of times. You even heard me cry just mentioning about, like, what happened. And, like, again, I've we've mentioned, me, Kaylee, and Lily have mentioned in the past three podcasts that we have is the Christian life is not easy. But it's definitely worth it. And I, I I want to always focus on that for those who are listening. It's like, yes, it's not easy, but it's so worth it because God's worth it. And um like I just I don't do it because I have to, I do it because I love God and I know his will is always greater than mine. Sometimes I don't see it because of where I work currently, I'm like, God, you called me to be here, but why am I struggling every single day to go to work and make friends and do what you're asking. But I know that he is good because he's been faithful the time my mom had cancer. He's been faithful when I was struggling in college and he's faithful now. And so he's the same God then, and he's the same God now, and he's the same God that will always be. And so just remember his attributes, remember his characteristics. So when he does call you and when, and you follow him and when it gets hard, you still know who he is. But yeah, that's, basically what I've taught that's just the first three chapters it's so much within just the first three chapters the next four that I taught is even I'm just telling you guys it is such a good book of the bible if you're even just curious to read what it is like I I definitely recommend you guys to do that like I said I hope you guys enjoyed this episode I know it was different I know that Lily and Kaylee were not here, but I hope you guys enjoyed and learned something um, from not what my words said, but what God has been teaching me. And like I said, get to know God's characteristics, get to know who He is, because when you do, you'll realize being a Christian is so much more than just reading the Bible and going to church. It's it's beautiful and it's worth it. And so. If you ever have any questions, we do have an Instagram that you guys can always DM us. Um, It's butreally underscore how are you? And ask us questions there. Send us any topics. Um, We'd love to answer them. And if you guys have prayer requests, we'd love to pray over you guys and just send them over there. And then if you feel called or led to... um, Please share our podcast to everybody. We're now on Apple Podcast, but really, how are you? We're on Spotify again, but really, how are you? And then if you have the Anchor app, we're also on there too. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Stay tuned for next week. We have... um, we're we're gonna finally be all three together so thank the lord we're gonna finally be together and then the week after that we promised you guys we're gonna have a special guest which is gonna be my sister and we're gonna talk about a great topic Um, so stay tuned we have some exciting things and not just that i hope i don't know if you guys noticed but we did get recording um, equipment and i hope the quality is so much better i know that's something that we really wanted to do And, um, we're excited to have put out with you guys, but we love you all and enjoy. I hope you have a great day and bye. See you next week.